0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2076, Why It Pays to Be More Grateful and How to Show It by Dr. Jenny Brockis of drjennybrockes.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. Now, today's article is from a brand new author to the show. I'll tell you about Dr. Jenny right after the reading. So for now, let's hear our very first post from her as we optimize your life. Why It Pays to Be More Grateful, and How to Show It by Dr. Jenny Brockus of com. What are you grateful for? According to Cicero, gratitude is more than being the greatest virtue. He described it as the mother of all other remaining virtues. Gratitude. This isn't about remembering to write your Christmas thank you letter to Auntie Mabel, who sent you that hideous pair of socks or thanking your mother-in-law for the huge dish of soggy, overcooked Brussels sprouts that just got put on your plate at a family get-together. This is about real gratitude that is authentic and heartfelt. Why that matters is because showing gratitude has been shown to dramatically ramp up your level of mental well-being. It's been described as an essential component for employee engagement, and it has a positive effect on your physical health and resilience. In fact, there's so much going for gratitude it's hard to find a reason why you wouldn't want to include more gratitude in your life. Gratitude boosts recovery. As we move into the new living with COVID era, I've heard 2021 described as the year of recovery. Recovery from all our adversity, financial insecurity, economic downturn, and mental health challenges. While I believe it's going to take somewhat longer than one year, gratitude is an important part of our well being armory for recovery helping us to distinguish between what is important and what is not, to stay focused on what is possible and to strengthen our patience, humility, and wisdom, which has been wearing a little thin. For patients recovering from heart attack or other cardiac illness, the more grateful patients were found to have better sleep, less fatigue, and lower levels of inflammation in their recovery phase, meaning they recovered well. While in the GRACE study, researchers found that the most grateful patients were more energized, engaged, Proactive in their own health care and motivated to make the necessary long term behavioral changes to stay well. Breast cancer accounts for around 25% of cancers experienced by women. When my mom lost her best friend to breast cancer while still in her 40s, it took her a long time to recover from that loss. As a GP and in my own circle of friends, I've known many who have endured the trauma of being diagnosed with the disease and then undertaking the long road to recovery with chemotherapy and surgery. But surviving that, is only half the story. What then remains is the ongoing fear of recurrence and possible death. This is where gratitude interventions have been found to produce a positive effect in improved psychological functioning, better coping, and greater perceived support. Gratitude is linked to well-being. I started keeping a gratitude journal over 15 years ago. Every evening before turning the lights out, I'd write down three to five things I was grateful for and why. At first, there were quite a few days where I struggled to think of what to write. Then there were those days where I'd had a particularly bad hair day and couldn't think of one thing to be grateful for. But gradually over time, things changed. It began to feel easier to write down those things. and Sometimes there was a whole flood of items. I also found myself glancing back at different entries at different times and would smile at the positive remembrances. I noticed I had fewer bad hair days. I was aware I had changed in my demeanor. I was less judgmental, more curious, and more tolerant when things didn't turn out as expected, and less self-critical. A gentler, less intense, and happier person emerged. In his book, The Happiness Advantage, Sean Acor writes about the research that shows how keeping a gratitude journal for 21 days can lead to a raised level of optimism for six months. Now, that has to be a good return on investment. Gratitude builds resilience. Being able to see and appreciate the positives when going through difficult or challenging times helps to build coping skills and your resilience to handle stress more effectively. Strengthening those neural circuits with your gratitude practice elevates physical and mental well-being and happiness. While it can feel hard to pause and focus on the good when feeling downhearted or depressed, nudging yourself to do so using cognitive reappraisal to feel grateful in some small way can lead to better self-control broaden perspective, and nurture hope. Gratitude builds connection. The one thing that matters above all else for a happy and successful life is the quality and closeness of your closest relationships. When you're grateful to others for what they've said or done, you create stronger social bonds. Feeling connected to others builds that sense of belonging and safety. Practicing an attitude of gratitude. Number one, keep a gratitude journal or a gratitude jar. Write down three to five things you are grateful for each day in a journal or on Post-it notes and pop them in a clear glass jar to remind yourself of just how many things you have gratitude for. Number two, write a gratitude letter. Is there someone who has had a significant impact on your life that you've never really had the opportunity to thank properly? Now is your chance. Write them a letter saying why you hold such gratitude for what they did or said and how it has impacted your life in a good way. If possible, take the letter to them and read it to them out loud. If not, pop it in the mail or phone them and read it to them that way. Number three, set the intention. Each day, begin with the intention to notice those things you are grateful for, acknowledge them, and share your appreciation. Number four, say thank you more often and mean it. If you've been taking someone for granted, tell them you're grateful and show them you care with a small gift, buying them a cup of coffee, or showing your appreciation in some other way. You're not looking for reward or reciprocity, just an opportunity to say thanks. Number five, savor your world. This is about getting into nature, preferably into a green or blue space, and pausing to appreciate the full experience. Savoring is about extracting more positive emotion using your senses, such as feeling the ground beneath your feet, noticing the warmth of the sunshine on your skin, hearing the wind blow through the trees, smelling the scents of different flowers, or tasting the salt in the sea spray from the ocean. Gratitude is good. It costs us nothing except our time and can help you to feel better about yourself and your situation. We are living in extraordinary times where grief, loss, and heartache have dominated. Tapping into what you can be grateful for will help you be best prepared for whatever the future might bring and get you ready to thrive in the new normal. You just listened to the post titled Why It Pays to Be More Grateful and How to Show It by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockes.com. And a little bit more about today's author, Dr. Jenny Brockes is a medical practitioner and board-certified lifestyle medicine physician, keynote speaker, and best-selling author based out of Perth, Western Australia. She's an expert in the science of high-performance thinking, creating thriving teams and leaders through improving brain health and well-being. And in her new book, Thriving Mind, How to Cultivate a Good Life, she reveals how to cultivate the mental agility, flexibility, and adaptability required to meet the needs of the modern workplace and thrive. You can find the book and a lot more on her site. Again, that's drjennybrockus.com. And I have that linked in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. I've kept a gratitude journal before where I listed three things I was grateful for every day in a book. I don't necessarily recommend the book. To me, it was a bit overhyped since it's literally the same thing on every single page. And I could have just done that myself in a notebook. But I agree with what Dr. Jenny talked about in this post. And actually, it's not really about agreement here because as she mentioned, the benefits of gratitude have been heavily researched. It's not even opinion anymore. So I think it's definitely worth trying out. It extends into your life in different ways if you keep a journal, even if you don't keep it up permanently. And I always encourage writing it down, but if that's stopping you from doing this, even thinking about it before bed could be a great way to start. So try to think of some things that you're grateful for today. I'm grateful for you being here and listening every day. It really means a lot. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.